Section 54 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Section 54. Observation 49 of an ant or pismire. This was a creature more troublesome to be drawn than any of the rest, for I could not, for a good while, think of a way to make it suffer its body to lie quiet in a natural posture. But whilst it was alive, if its feet were fettered in wax or glue, it would so twist and wind its body that I could not any ways get a good view of it, and if I killed it, its body was so little that I did often spoil the shape of it before I could thoroughly view it. For this is the nature of these minute bodies, that as soon almost as ever their life is destroyed, their parts immediately shrivel and lose their beauty. And so is it also with small plants, as I instanced before in the description of moss. And thence also is the reason of the variations in the beards of wild oats, and in those of muskgrass seed, that their bodies, being exceeding small, those small variations which are made in the surfaces of all bodies, almost upon every change of air, especially if the body be porous, do here become sensible, where the whole body is so small that it is almost nothing but surface. For as in vegetable substances I see no great reason to think that the moisture of the air, that sticking to a wreathed beard, does make it untwist, should evaporate or exhale away any faster than the moisture of other bodies, but rather that the avalation from, or access of moisture to, the surfaces of bodies being much the same, those bodies become most sensible of it, which have the least proportion of body to their surface. So is it also with animal substances. The dead body of an ant, or such little creature, does almost instantly shrivel and dry, and your object shall be quite another thing before you can half delineate it which proceeds not from the extraordinary exhalation, but from the small proportion of body and juices, to the usual drying of bodies in the air, especially if warm. For which inconvenience, where I could not otherwise remove it, I thought of this expedient. I took the creature I had designed to delineate, and put it into a drop of very well-rectified spirit of wine. This I found would presently dispatch, as it were, the animal, and being taken out of it and laid on a paper, the spirit of wine would immediately fly away and leave the animal dry in its natural posture, or at least in a constitution that it might easily with a pin be placed in what posture you desired to draw it, and the limbs would so remain without either moving or shriveling. And thus I dealt with this ant, which I have here delineated, which was one of many of a very large kind that inhabited under the roots of a tree, from whence they would sally out in great parties and make most grievous havoc of the flowers and fruits in the ambient garden, and return back again very expertly by the same ways and paths they went. It was more than half the bigness of an earwig, of a dark brown or reddish color, with long legs, on the hinder of which it would stand up and raise its head as high as it could above the ground, that it might stare the further about it, just after the same manner as I have also observed a hunting spider to do. And putting my finger towards them, they have at first all run towards it till almost at it, 
and then they would stand around about it at a certain distance and smell as it were and consider whether they should any of them venture any further till one more bold than the rest venturing to climb it all the rest if i would have suffered them would have immediately followed many such other seemingly rational actions i have observed in this little vermin with much pleasure which would be too long to be here related those that desire more of them may satisfy their curiosity in Ligon's history of the Barbados. Having ensnared several of these into a small box, I made choice of the tallest grown among them, and separating it from the rest, I gave it a gill of brandy, or spirit of wine, which after a while Ian knocked him down dead drunk, so that he became moveless, though at first putting in he struggled for a pretty while very much, till at last certain bubbles issuing out of its mouth it ceased to move this because i had before found them quickly to recover again if they were taken out presently i suffered to lie above an hour in the spirit and after i had taken it out and put its body and legs into a natural posture remained moveless about an hour but then upon a sudden as if it had awakened out of a drunken sleep it suddenly revived and ran away being caught and served as before he for a while continued struggling and striving till at last there issued several bubbles out of its mouth and then tan quam anamam expiraset he remained moveless for a good while but at length again recovering it was again redipped and suffered to lie some hours in the spirit notwithstanding which after it had lain dry some three or four hours it again recovered life and motion which kind of experiments if prosecuted which they highly deserve seem to me of no inconsiderable use towards the invention of the latent scheme as the noble virulum calls it or the hidden unknown texture of bodies of what figure this creature appeared through the microscope the thirty-two scheme though not so carefully graven as it ought will represent to the eye namely that it had a large head a a at the upper end of which were two protuberant eyes pearled like those of a fly but smaller b b out of the nose or foremost part issued two horns c c of a shape sufficiently differing from those of a blue fly though indeed they seemed to be both the same kind of organ and to serve for a kind of smelling beyond these were two indented jaws d d which he opened sideways and was able to gape them asunder very wide and the ends of them being armed with teeth which meeting went between each other it was able to grasp and hold a heavy body three or four times the bulk and weight of its own body it had only six legs shaped like those of a fly which as i showed before is an argument that it is a winged insect and though i could not perceive any sign of them in the middle part of its body which seemed to consist of three joints or pieces e f g out of which sprung two legs yet tis known that there are of them that have long wings and fly up and down in the air the third and last part of its body i i i was bigger and larger than the other two unto which it was joined by a very small middle and had a kind of loose shell or another distinct part of its body h which seemed to be interposed and to keep the thorax and belly from touching the whole body was cased over with a very strong armor and the belly i i i was covered likewise with multitudes of small white shining bristles 
The lake's horns, head, and middle parts of its body were bestuck with hairs also, but smaller and darker. End of section 54